Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. Today is Friday, my favorite day of the week because I get to talk to you all out there. <clears throat> I'm battling allergies right now, so you have to excuse my voice if I seem to be a little bit distant today. So, I just want to welcome you again to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Tia Johnson, your spiritual consultant, and I'm here today with Gina Tesmer-Sendiff. And today we're going to discuss the 1H and the 5Ws in regards to energies and how it relates to her book, Truth Works, Divine Life Lessons for Kids of All Ages. So, today... The call-in number for domestic callers is 619-996-1641. And for our international callers, you have to call in using Skype. And that number is 917-889-7908. Gina uh, Tesmer-Sendiv is a spiritual help author who uh, is the author of Truth Works, Divine Life Lessons for Kids of All Ages. She is also an angel intuitive, a freelance writer, and she does readings for her angelic goddess reading business, Angel Works. Now, I'd just like to say welcome, Gina, and uh, can you give us a little background in regards to your book? Sure. Hi, Tian. Thanks so much for having me on today. I'm excited. Um, so my book, Truth Works, uh, really is written for older kids and young adults. That's kind of who I have in mind when I started writing the book, but it's absolutely appropriate for any adults, and sort of the premise behind it is to take the traditional life lessons that have been handed down to us generation after generation that have a lot of negativity behind them and talk to kids about why those are untrue and leave them with the truth. And I could just give you a a very short synopsis of what led me to this. Um, I had been looking for a spiritual book for my own kids to read, just about law of attraction and the law of free will and lots of those spiritual concepts. And I couldn't find anything. Um, Fast forward a few months, my daughter came home from school one day last school year, and she was really upset by something her teacher said. Um, What had happened during the day is the class was kind of rowdy, and he said the next person to talk is going to get a warning, and it's like a formal written warning, and she's a good kid, and she never usually gets those. And she asked about three seconds later, what page are we on? And he said, you've got a warning. She didn't understand why, and he exclaimed, I'm sorry? I I was just saying, whoa, I can't believe it. Oh, yes. He exclaimed to the class, well, life is not fair. And she didn't really like that as an answer. And she told me it was something he said all the time. And it really occurred to me that day, oh, my God, that he is imparting among these young minds the concept that life is not fair. Not life is what we make it. Not life is what you create of it. Life is not fair. And that day I just knew that I had to write a book that talked about all those life lessons. Life is not fair. Money is the root of all evil. Um, words can't hurt you, which is the latest chapter I've been working on. And and there's like 
15 chapters that take old sayings like that. You know, you heard your parents and your grandparents say them to you all the time, and it exposes their negative nature because words matter, and what they leave in our hearts and minds can manifest into lifelong issues unless we are looking at what the truth is. So that's sort of the premise of my book. It's something I've always wanted to do, and that's the one I've been guided to write. That's pretty interesting. Excuse me, I know as a kid I heard lots of sayings, uh, not, not necessarily from my family, but from friends of the family, uh, mm-hmm. was that uh, I, I work to pay bills. And I always thought, well, that sucks. I don't I don't want to just work to pay bills. I would like to do other things with my money when I get older. Or even uh, people just, like you were saying, money's root of all evil. You hear all these sayings, and they, they mm-hmm. do manifest. For example, I was talking to a friend not too long ago, and she was saying <clears> – <throat> How if she's too happy, people wonder, why are you so happy? But if she's not happy, people wonder, well, why are you sad? So it's, it's like a double-edged sword. If I'm this way, then there's a problem. If I'm that way, there's a problem. And it does go back to childhood in most cases. You're playing, the world is, you know, your your stomping ground is new and adventurous. So someone comes along and says something, yep. and you're just like a sponge just soaking up everything. And, and then, then you begin to see the world as they see it because you're young and and uh, you don't get the chance You're to. You're impressionable. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and what the older person already been through in their life, a younger person hasn't. So they're just starting their path, you know, so they don't know. And then, uh, you know, they just get easily influenced. And <clears throat> that's why I really like uh, the concept of your book. I wish I had that when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, thank funny. you. And And that talks about that in the book for each statement um like one of them is you have to struggle to get ahead which really i tell the kids it's really an excuse born out of fear to pursue your dreams and Mm -hmm. it sort of helps them understand why the adults might be saying it like adults in your life are not out to hurt you purposefully but there are reasons why they say these things and just exposing those reasons helps kids understand okay well that may be true for them but it doesn't have to be true for me and that's exactly. really, you know, a, a golden lesson for them to learn at a young age so they don't have years of this, these sayings built up in their subconscious mind becoming part of their belief system. Right, exactly. And also, because they have that belief system and then they see other people who don't have that, then they are the ones that wonder, why is that person happy? Why do they do that? Why do they do that? Why am I struggling? Why am I thinking this way? Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's awesome that the book is there for them to read early on so that way they can just shatter through all that uh negative thinking all that avoid jealousy i said and avoid that jealousy you were just talking about oh yeah yeah and and it talks about a lot of the major spiritual concepts like i was saying law of attraction the law of free will um it talks about scarcity thinking versus abundance and just all those things that, you know, it took me 30-something years to realize. I want to impart that on kids at a young age, but also help parents who maybe aren't aware of these things, these concepts, to learn them as well so their parenting then is changed going forward and they can come from a place of conscious parenting instead of unconscious parenting. Right, exactly. And I think that is half of, of of the issue, the unconscious part, that parents just don't realize it because 
How many times have parents asked kids, and I'm guilty of this, I always tell my mom the same thing when I was in school. How was school? What did you do? Nothing. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like the whole day just got downgraded to nothing. <laughs> so um, I think this book will also help parents become more involved in their children's lives because it will uh, provoke them to ask more questions. Hey, what is this? What does she mean by this in this book? And so forth. And the parents can say, oh, yeah, well, you know what, growing up, uh, I thought like this or I did this, but now that I'm reading a book, uh, I can change that. So yeah, I, I like that. That was that's that's right. Absolutely, Di- opening up a dialogue is you know absolutely one of the goals of having a child as well as a parent read the book. Right. It's like my dream. <laughs> <laughs> And then especially for sensitive kids, I think um, in the back of my mind, I had crystal children and sensitive kids at the forefront for a long time because although words matter and they have energy that, you know, can be measured, if you've ever read Doreen Virtue's book, Angel Words, they have graphs of what the vibrational energy that words contain. And they matter to all of us, but especially those of us that are sensitive and empaths and crystal children. They can feel, you know, they can either feel like you're being embraced or they can feel like they're cutting you. Right. Um, So it truly, truly matters, which is why you're having your show today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it it does. And this is something that just dealing with energies and especially at various stages of your life, um, if you're a kid and you've been told, oh, you're too shy, you're too sensitive, I picture it like a, um, a turning knob and the sensitivity will sort of go off in a little way or go down and kids aren't um, willing, to, willing to be as sensitive because they might, um, like you said, pick up on certain things, but they may get made fun of. So mm-hmm. they go. People um, don't understand it. Right, right, and then they they get dismissed as being weird or whatever the case may be, so they they won't um, embrace that sensitivity as much. And then in adulthood, they got to go back and um and revisit that and go through the whole process over again of of uh, being sensitive, which could be harder depending on how um high their defensive walls are at that time in their life. It, yes, and why they came up, you know, how severe was it? What made them? stop their sensitivity, and many times that sensitivity is tied to uh, intuitive abilities and gifts, and if you're shutting that down at a young age and you want to have it come back into your life when you're older, it's just that much more difficult. And so it's sort of a side premise of this book to allow children to realize that the reasons people say things when they can come from a place of understanding that they don't mm-hmm. have to let it live in their in their heart and their soul and they right. can move forward and know that again although that might be true for the person saying it it doesn't have to be true for them exactly exactly <clears throat> now with that being said I'd like to go into the uh, <clears throat> the 1H and the 5W so just going to scroll up here because <clears throat> this is just something that I just I I'm just going to keep saying is so interesting throughout the show because it it really is. So just starting with the the one age, how how we pick up energies, and you actually touched that part a little bit earlier, and I just like to bring up the two main um, ways people can uh, pick up on energy. That's being 
clear sentient and clear uh, cognizant, just all knowing and also all feeling, like clear feeling. Excuse me, clear feeling and and clear knowledge just means that you just easily pick up. You just already know. For example, as a kid, you may know that your parents are going through uh, difficult times. Not maybe not a divorce just yet, but you just know something is wrong, or mm-hmm. maybe you just at school and and you feel like you don't know what it is, but you just feel something just isn't right. Then you go home later and you find out that your dog got hit by a car or ran or something like that. It's, that's how you pick You knew something was going on. You just felt it. Right, exactly. You just felt it. And <clears throat> and I think as children, um, they tend to think that it may be their fault or they can they have the, the ability to, to heal everything and do everything, which they can be a part of the healing process, but because they're children, they get dismissed. Like, oh, you're a kid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you don't understand all the other things. The kids have the most simplest answers. And one example I can think of, which is, it just blew my mind away. I was watching Star Wars. I can't remember which Star Wars movie. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me I'm sure when you bring it up, I'll know, because I have, like, four Star Wars fans in this house. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's the part where... Um, I think it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was trying to find a planet, and uh, uh, Master Yoda was um, teaching the children how to, I think they were, they were using the, the lightsabers. So, uh, mm-hmm. And they had saying, like a... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh yeah, so, so obviously I'm, I'm trying to find this planet. I, I don't know where, where it's located on the map. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't appear on this map. So then Yoda... Um, asked the kid to come over, and he said, you know, basically saying, how come this planet is on a map? And the kid said, maybe someone deleted it, erased it, you know? <laughs> so, and it made so much sense. A kid had an easy explanation, and, and the thing was, it was there. I think that's the part where he met up with, um, oh, gosh, I can't think of the guy's name, the actor, Billy, the, uh, I can't think of his name. But, uh, yeah, he met up there, and Darth Vader was there, and, they, like, ambushed them, something like that. But, yeah, the kid had an easy answer, and the adult was just puzzled, puzzled. And I, I just really think that when people, not say they should come to children for their um, their problems all the time, but just listen to them. They can have a really easy solution. Well, they don't have all of the baggage that some adults will bring into a situation, and Many times when adults are dealing with things, they overcomplicate it when really the simplest route is the best. And I think kids just see the world in a very simple way. Right. And as adults, oftentimes we dismiss that because, you know, oh, it could just mean they don't know anything, they're not intelligent enough, this, that, or the other thing. And what you need to realize is because they are newer to being here, they're in touch with a knowledge that often we have – you know, tucked away in our souls because of what's happened to us over a light, the course of a lifetime. And that knowledge is tapped more into the heavenly knowledge, God's knowledge, our creator. Um, right. So oftentimes the wisdom that's held in those simple statements is far greater than anything our little complicated adult minds could try and find. Right, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> and next is who? Who gives off the energy? And I just have here, actually, everyone and everything. You could just walk into a room, and uh, you can either feel comfortable or a little bit confused. You don't know because there's just so many people around that it's just 
so much going on at a, at a time. For example, uh, a fan member of mine, when he walked into the room, when he was younger and he's walking to a room, he had to, like, back out. Like, he didn't, like, go into the malls, anything like that, because at the time... Crowds it was of people, crazy. it was hard. Right. Exactly. And at the same time, there was no one there to help him uh, understand the energies, so to speak, so that way he can control it. <clears throat> so, and, and that's, that comes from anything. Say someone gives you a gift that hasn't been cleaned, maybe it's like a, a family heirloom, you could pick mm-hmm. up on that. So, um, just understanding where energies come from, or excuse me, um, uh, who gives off that energy is, is a big thing because it helps everyone to... Um, Monitor so that way, or even set up boundaries so that way they're not picking up on every single thing. Be overwhelming. Sure, and then oftentimes with kids, they'll get labeled, like you said, as sensitive or shy, when really it's just that they're uncomfortable because they're absorbing all of this energy and they don't know what to do with it and they don't know how to handle it. Um, right. And just another thing that gives off energy as a writer, I you know have to point that out, are words. So even clear oh, yeah. audience comes into play, and um, that's, you know, part of the reason I wrote the book. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, you go ahead. No, 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 I, go ahead. I, I was just waiting for your next transition. Oh, yeah. So next is what? What energy is? Like, and we actually been discussing this throughout the show, and I just like to describe energy as the wind. You can't see it, but you can feel it. And <clears throat> excuse me. And energy is just something that's just dependent on uh, where it's coming from. It can feel warm and loving. It can feel vicious and cold. It depends. Mm-hmm. Or it can feel sad or confused. For example, one time, my friend she called me. She's a, a nurse and she works crazy hours. And she asked me for oh I can't remember for something. I think a reading or something like that. And Excuse me, when I tried to tune into her, I couldn't do it. I just felt so confused and my head was spinning. And I said, what's going on? I said, you need to take a deep breath so I can tune into you. She said, oh, you know, I'm sorry. A lady just died and it was just really hectic. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so, so yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, these allergies. So, yeah, you had to really. Sorry, my dog's up. absorbing some energy from my laptop right now. <laughs> That's fine. <clears throat> yeah, so you have to really think about um how the energy feels to you, because like I like to describe it, it's just like the wind. You can feel it, but you can't see it. And you have to, you have to be becoming aware of it, and then acknowledging it is really important because those are key components to our intuition. Is the the clairsentience, that feeling that we get, and I think the more we can teach kids to tune into that and be aware of it and let them know that that's real the better they'll be able to assess situations that come up in their life and come from a place of understanding and compassion. Yeah, totally right. I like that, that it is real. It's not, like, I know we see it in the movies and stuff like that, but it is, in fact, real, you know. And I just go back to Star Wars again, the force that that, uh, was used throughout the movie. I like to consider that as energy. I I mean, like, I I just just look at it as as that, and I think it's really interesting. It it is definitely real. That was that writer's interpretation of it and expression of it, absolutely. Um, And it's, you know, it comes off of nature, living things. If you're somebody that's sensitive, you can feel it coming off of trees and plants and other people, inanimate objects, healing crystals, words. 
um, and especially in crowds of people. It's it's hard for me to be in big crowds of people because it's just a lot. And I often get asked, especially in my readings, well, is it because it's evil energy or dark energy? That really has nothing to do with it. You have to think of it this way. I have a friend that owns a store, and, you know, so customers will come in and out. And I'm like, it's not that there's, you know, dark people coming into your store, but we all have things happen within our life. You could have yeah. somebody that is coming in your store to buy a product, but they just got a speeding ticket, and they're mad. So they're bringing yeah. that energy in, and you can absorb that. And then before you know it, you're kind of in a bad mood, but you don't know why. When things yeah. like that happen, you got to start keying in, because that means that you're sensitive to some energies around you, and you're just picking up things that are coming off other people. Exactly, exactly. Next is when. When do we receive energy? And <clears throat> I like to look at it from various standpoints. We can, Like you were just saying, someone could have got a ticket, walk into the store, and now you're mad. Um, you can receive this energy in childhood where it's just like a, 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 a thought form where it's like, oh, like we were saying earlier, money is the root of all evil. You can receive it in your adulthood um, where um, maybe you're going through a bad breakup and, you, and some woman's like, oh, I hate, you know, all guys named Tom, you know, because she dated like two yeah. and bam, you know, <laughs> like, oh, curse you, Tom. So it, I, I just think energy comes from uh, all different stages of the life. I don't think there's any actual like period where the energy just stops unless you decide no. to not tap into the energy. No. And, you know, this better question really is when aren't we absorbing yeah. and exposed to energy because it's ever-existent. And if mm-hmm. you think you could close yourself off from it, you really can't. And if you're closing yourself off from anything, you're really just creating a block. Um, energy is <laughs> about flow. It's give and take. So you need to be able to release it and receive it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, keep the energy flowing. You don't want it to just stay in one place and become dormant. You know, definitely don't want that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <clears throat> That's not living. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it would be like stale air in, in the house where all the windows are closed and the doors are closed and just, like, stuffy. <laughs> Nothing. Cobwebs <stuffy>. everywhere. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <clears throat> Following that, where does energy happen? And we said this already. I, I don't believe that there's a certain time or space uh, thing to it. It can happen in a mall, church, walking down the street. It's just being aware. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some people can see it. Others can feel it. Right. Exactly. And 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 I many think- aren't aware of it, but they're dealing with it and absorbing it, whether you're aware or not. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like to think of uh, police officers, detectives. They're the ones that really had to tap into the energy all the time because they had to know mm-hmm. who the the perpetrator, you know, is that they're sure. trying to. Exactly. They need to be on the A game every motion uh, accounts for, for their job. If someone's looking a certain way or walking a certain way, they're, 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 uh, their sensitivity is to pick up, like, hey, this person, something's not right about this person. I think they're the ones who especially have to use yep. that energy. They follow and their the gut last- instincts and tune I'm into sorry. it and use their intuition. I was just saying they oh, follow yeah. their gut instincts, tune into that energy, and use their intuition. Whether or not they would call it that, it's completely intuitive. Oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and last, which I think I, I just love, why you pick up energies? Because we're sensitive. There isn't really, mm-hmm. I don't think, a, uh, a specific answer to this. It's just that we're just sensitive. It's something that just is. <laughs> because we're alive. 
Yeah. We are energy. Every living thing is energy, and inanimate things can absorb energy, therefore give it off, but especially living things, and that extends beyond just human beings, animals, nature, um, you know, the natural world around us. It's all energy. And something else that's energy is money. Yeah. Gosh, I <clears throat> I like um, what my papa used to say about money. He said, money isn't everything, but it's number one. And I like that because, in a sense, money isn't everything. You know, we do want love and friendship and stuff like that, but without money, nothing would really flow as much in the material world. You know, without money, we couldn't buy food. I couldn't pay for this radio show. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we money, need. We, it's things. necessary in today's world. Mhm. Definitely. And it is. It's like you said. It's just about flow. So it's about give and receive. So if you have a block about money from childhood, which is the title of one of my chapters, "Money is the Root of All Evil." If you really had people around you that thought that maybe they didn't say it in that way, but they acted like people who were wealthy were evil and things of that nature, you're going to have a block about money because why would you allow something evil and destructive to come into your life when that really is not what money is? It's just energy, just like anything else, and energy is all about flow. It's all about giving and receiving. You have to let some of it go to get some of it back. And, right. you know, kids for kids to realize that, it's really important. Exactly. <clears throat> Very all valid point. So we're going to go to a quick bake break. We're going to come back. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to come back. We're going to take some callers, and then we're going to uh, give you more good information. So I will see you all after the break. Thank you. 
welcome back to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa on blogtalkradio.com. Before we take our callers, I just want to give out Gina's website. It's www.ginasendeth, that's G-I-N-A-S-E-N-D-E-F.com. <clears throat> and also there is a, a uh, Facebook page, uh, Truth Words, you can type that in, and uh, it takes you right there to the book, uh, information on Facebook and all that good stuff. And also, don't forget to join my Facebook page, that's facebook.com forward slash the Violet St. Jory Spa, and the company website is nearly complete. I'm so excited. If you can see me right now, I have a big smile on my face, and I wish I could throw confetti. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all that good stuff to come. I'm super excited for this website. Uh, <clears throat> I have to thank everyone for tuning in. There's a lot of people in the chat rooms. I appreciate that. And then we're going to go to our uh, caller. Hello. Hello. This is Tina Hi. from California. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I just wanted to say thank you for all of the wonderful information um, shared between you and your guest. Um I will definitely love to get my hands on a book and um, look up a, her website if she has one. I'm sorry if you gave that out and I missed it, but um, I totally agree with what was being shared, and I think if more people um, really realize the impact uh, that in energies can have on you in the all the different uh, modalities uh, that uh we'd probably make some different choices and be able to better arm ourselves um knowing uh how energy affects you just like your guest was saying um I don't know where she went but in a large group I'm right of here. people <laughs> yes hi hi <laughs> um you know um I just was like wow she's really connected and um I've just over the past four years have begun to really realize about the e effects of energies as well as thoughts, the internal dialogue, and how they can go hand in hand. So um, thank you for sharing. And are you doing any kind of reading today, or is it angelic? Uh, I mean, we could do a reading. Would you like to do a reading today, Gina? Sure, I absolutely could. Um, hi, Tina. I'm Gina. <laughs> hi, Tina. I'm so glad hi, you, know you what? have this book out. Oh, thank you. And you can find it at my website. It's just my name, com. It's on the Blog Talk Radio link and everything, so it's all there. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. You brought so up a great point. Down. I'm sorry, thank go ahead. You. I was just going to say you brought up a great point about thoughts because thoughts are absolutely energy. You're welcome. And um, uh, yeah, I just don't think that we covered that uh, enough um, when we were talking earlier. So that's a great point. I'm glad you called in. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like I was guided to be here. I'm a first time um, listener, and when I read the show description, I thought I need to check this show out and listen because this really resonates with me. What I'm reading, and um, my question today is. Um, if any of my angels have a message for me, um, you know, I can think about it and ponder it. I've been doing a lot of um, inner work for the past eight years, more so the four. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'll I'll do a 
reading for you and see what message they want to give you. Oh, thank Tina you. in California. Okay, so the way I do my readings, um, I call myself an angel intuitive simply because I prefer to work with the angelic realm. It tends to be one that is more positive and loving, uh, although they're quite frank and honest. So they will definitely give you guidance that you can count on. It's clear they're not going to, you know, um, circumvent issues, but they do so in a positive, loving way. And as a writer and somebody who loves words, I try to keep them positive. And I um, use. Know, oh, I'm sorry. Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, you go I ahead. I was just going to say, I there's a situation that's surrounding a phone call that took place, and I'm trusting my gut and anything they could say on that or whatever they feel is for my highest good. It may not be is, uh, that. Is the phone call involving a family member? Yes. Okay. So uh, they are saying that the situation that you're inquiring about requires healing within your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And my dog is verifying that in the background. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <His> little bark. <laughs> I have an intuitive dog. Who knew? Okay, I'm just going to let him out because he wants to go out. I have two dogs, so, and they're both puppies, so they love it when I'm on the phone sometimes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. Now, I'm sitting next to my black lab, and she's just... Oh, really... he's a black lab, too. How funny. He must have oh, sent wow. him. Yes, <laughs> Jordan is her name. Well, I have Buddy, so, and it's a he. Maybe oh, he wants to meet Jordan. <laughs> I like well, that. What I'm sensing is... Now, have you been asking your angels for help with this situation? Yes, because it was a part of my reawakening that took place in 2008, and I need to let go of the fears that surround that as well as what took place as a child so that I can move forward. I just want to see the truth yes. in the situation. Um, are some of those feelings you have as a result of this uh, pent-up resentment? Are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you hear my question? Uh, no, I just heard... I just heard pent-up resentment, and that was all I heard. Yes, I was just asking, are some of the feelings you have around this situation pent-up resentment? Um, yeah, because nobody who, it, no one else out of five people saw and witnessed what I have, and no one seems to really care about the individual's well-being. They're in such denial. But I know there's a learning lesson in it, and I need to not judge a situation, but just look for the truth in it and see it as an opportunity to learn. That's what Absolutely. <laughs> and denial is a really hard energy to deal with. I've had to deal with it my entire life. And what I can tell you about denial is everybody has their own path. You want the truth. You seek the truth. If you didn't, you wouldn't have found this show and you wouldn't be calling today. You need to stay in your truth. You need to know what that truth is. You need to not be afraid of it. You need to ask your angels for help with it. And you also need to release the anger and resentment you hold towards those that are in denial and come from a place of understanding that they're, for whatever reason, not able to embrace the truth in the way that you have. 
And one thing you can do, and this is really does tie into the topic of the show today, because when we hold on to energies and emotions, our energy, when we hold on to something like anger, it will create blocks for us. And those blocks will block our flow. And when we have our flow blocked and we're not in balance, we're not able to manifest our desires. So and I also think you have need to physical manifestations as well. Absolutely, you can. You'll get <laughs> physical ailments, headaches, back mm-hmm. pain. You know, it can lead to disease if you hold on to it for too long. Anger, and there's many different levels of it: frustration, annoyance, irritation, rage. Many different levels. It's all the same energetically. It does not matter how minute or how large it is. If it is stored up and you're not releasing it, you are holding on to negative energy. Mm-hmm. And I've Does been, that make sense? Uh, working on releasing um, what I believe I was in denial about, uh, you know, uh, trying to uh, know that um, everyone has a right to their feelings and their beliefs, and even if they don't mirror my own, that I shouldn't judge that. And I think that inside I had to have some amount of, Resentment or frustration, um, you know, you named quite a few emotions. And um, so for the past, I would say more so since March of 2011, I've really been looking at how I'm digesting my life and uh, looking at releasing what no longer serves me so that I'm able to move forward. Absolutely. And understand that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. As I also wanted to chime in because you said uh, digesting, and when you first asked for angel reading, the first thing that I got from you is that you need to be more grounded and that you need to uh, have more green in your life, for example, like eating more green foods and just being more um, closer to nature. I'm a big fan of the elemental realm. So that's what I really got that you really need to be more grounded, so to speak. Thank you for that. The next card that I have has a dolphin on it, and dolphins are part of the elemental realm. Um, Getting out in nature, she's so on the right target. That is a great release for you for stress. But you Mm -hmm. may also need to do some deeper exercises if you're finding, and you'll know if you're holding on to this anger because whoever the people are involved, have somebody say their name to you and really tune into your body and see how you're feeling about it. And if you are clenching in any way, if you're not at complete peace when the name is said, then you need to do some releasing. And you can do that by writing a letter to the person. This is one thing that I have found works a great deal where you are, you're not going to give this to the person, but you are writing a letter and you're just uncensored letting all your emotion out in this letter. Do not censor yourself. This le- the point of this letter is not actually to be nice. <laughs> it is to let out all your toxic emotions. You want to pour it out on the page or pages, depending. And then you are going to destroy this letter, however you see fit, burn it, tear it, shred it, bury it, whatever feels right for you. In conjunction with that, ask your angels for help with releasing all the toxic emotion in the letter and holding on to the lessons in love because the people in our lives are here to teach us. Some teach us by example of how to live, and a lot of times people teach us by example of how to not live. Once you can release this and experience joy, you will have abundance back in your life. Oh, that was beautiful. You are definitely a wise woman as well as tapping in because you gave me a lot of validation, both of you. I'm painting my bedroom wall green, one of them. Oh, how awesome. 
choose, I just feel like this room is screaming healing, and I'm also feeling like I need to scrub every surface of this home, as well as a lot of, I've been putting in lots of um, vegetables, uh, green bean salads. I just had a taco salad that is uh, no, nothing put on it but just the vegetables and everything healthy. And um, the thing is, you gave me validation because I'm really listening to how my body is reacting when, with food, uh, no matter mm-hmm. what it is that I'm eating, and wanting to being drawn towards the foods that give me more energy and that I feel good all around. So it's like I'm on this transformational journey, but the key for me is learning to listen to the an- the angels around me in the very beautiful ways they can speak to us because they're really personal and mm-hmm. in ways that we could never imagine, whether it's hearing a voice or having a dream or through a person or um, a message that you're reading maybe on someone's um, website or hearing actually a reading being given or a channeling. And it's so personal um, that I just, it's amazing what's beginning to happen. So I want to really seriously thank you for what you shared with me because I'm going to take it to heart. I'm going to download the show so I can really listen to the messages that you gave me because you gave me uh, more insight. Um, you help, you're helping to put the puzzle pieces together uh, for me. That Everything seems to be slowly coming together but in a forward motion and I'm extremely excited about that because I live oh, in non-motion for far too long and thank you and I cannot wait to get my hands on your book because I have sensitive children um, and I'm just learning what I've been doing is just trying to build their strength and their inner knowing that they are loved that they are wanted and that the creator you are the love child and uh, that there are no limitations and breaking it down to where they can understand it and I just feel this drive to just bathe them and marinate them in love but also be real on how the world is so that they can maneuver in it without losing their energy and their emotions and having all kinds of uh, problems so what I heard you share about your book just the parts of it I'm like I have to read this so I'm oh, really hoping people you. will go out and grab the book because it really is the truth in my perspective of uh, what's, you know, with energy, with children, with um, breaking old um, cycles, you know, generational yep. things that you were speaking about. I, mine was to be seen and not heard. And when you guys oh, were speaking, that, I was that like, is a title oh. of one of my chapters, the first one, Children Are to Be Seen and Not Heard. Oh, Chapter oh, one. Oh. <laughs> yes. Chapter and one. I took it. I really internalized that. And the ripple mm-hmm. effect is that um, I am where I am now, and I'm I'm very happy to be where I am. But if I wouldn't have had those words said to me on a continual, persistent basis in so many different ways, um, I would uh, be on another part of my journey. So I am realizing which is what you guys said, um, I believe everyone comes into our life for the highest and most best good, even if it's in a situation that people could say is negative, when really um, it's spiritual growth. And thank you. I'll stop rambling. I know you guys have the show. I can still listen in um, because I love it. I can't get enough. 
<laughs> I can hit well, mute on my so <laughs> Yes. Many okay. blessings to you and namaste to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Same back. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, we're going to move on to our next caller here. Okay. Hello. Hello. I can't hear you. Hello. We'll come back to that one. Yeah. Hello. 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 Thought I heard someone. Hello. Yeah. So did I. Are you? I didn't know which area code you're referring to. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's five seven five. Yeah, that's me. Obviously. You can oh, hear. hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you today? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm, I'm calling from New Mexico. Oh wow. Oh. Quite a spiritual place. Oh, yes, definitely. You know, and I just relocated here and, you know, just, you know, your perception just opens up a little bit more, which has been really interesting and fun. But, um, and that's one of the reasons why I was calling is just, you know, when I when I moved here, I could just feel a lot of energy shift with me because things have been stagnant in a couple of different areas um, in my life before moving. And one was a negative thing, and by moving um, closer geographically to that negative to the negative situation. Um, it's kind of scary, but I'm also feeling like it's so I can actually resolve it. But what I was wanting to get a reading about was act, it was work. Um, I'm going to find a job. We moved for my husband's job, and I'm just kind of not sure which direction to go into because I have a you know the ability to change and choose the direction I want to go into. So I was looking for a little guidance from you guys of maybe what I should be looking into or looking for that would be the best for me. Do you want me to start with this one again, Tia? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Okay. So we'll ask your angels what they would like you to know about pursuing a new direction with work. How does that sound? That would be great. <laughs> what was your first name? I'm sorry, I didn't get it. Kelly? Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Her name was Kelly. Oh, Kelly, yeah. <clears throat> okay, me, Kelly, so, sorry. Okay. Um, Go ahead. What have been your gut instincts about work? Because they're trustworthy. So when you are listening to yourself, what are you hearing? Well, where I'm here, I always like to help people in one form or another. And um, okay, I was involved in a community kind of a conference this week that I enjoyed and got a lot of, and I know it, it helped a lot of people. Um, but you know, I just don't know what where to go for, through from there. There's it's, there's not a whole lot of opportunity. It's pretty remote the area that I'm in, and so okay. I, honestly, I don't know even which direction to look in. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. That would be good. That would be good. But I just can't. I don't I don't see anything popping up that's going yes that's it you know so okay so what with the ways that you can help people is it possible that you could do it in an online capacity Oh I'm sure I could probably develop something to do that Okay cuz it's something I'm seeing what is it you like to help people with when you think of this you know what it comes to top of mind when somebody asks you which favorite thing to be of service in what is the first answer 
It's just anything that somebody's going through if they're having a hard time, anything that will make an impact in their life. Um, okay. You know, we're a military family, so helping a family with um, whose husband's deployed or their father's deployed or anything anything in that manner. It's, there's nothing really specific. It's any, If I can help you with something, I'm going to do it. Even if I don't know you well, I'll step in and be your advocate. So, um, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's kind of broad for me in my own space, in my own head right now, so I'm trying to get it to help to get it narrowed down. What was the job you had before you moved? Um, I did law enforcement. Okay, but you didn't really like helping in that capacity, did you? There were aspects of it that I that I enjoyed, but um, not. I don't think at the level I was at that I was doing as much good as I could have. What was the aspect you enjoyed? Um, for the people that wanted the help, making sure that they uh, got exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. You want to help people that need help, that want help. You cannot help people who are in, it came up in the last reading, denial. So you need to start to set intentions on that. You need to start thinking of the ways that you want to help. You need to start asking for opportunities from your angels to come across your path that are opportunities to help people that want and need help. Opportunities in the form of actual jobs and the perfect the timing is perfect for this because you have a card that says perfect timing so if you can be more clear with your intentions you need to get a little specific so i think you need to spend a little bit of time thinking about what this would look like don't feel like you need to narrow it down to a particular field or anything because you're flexible but think in terms of okay i want to help families i want to help People, like you said, who want my help, I want to help. Do you want to help people in desperate need or do you want to help people who need direction? Do you want to help people, young kids in school? Do you, you know what I'm saying? So think of all the different ways. The different, And one of the greatest ways to do this is to think about our different experiences that we have had and look at the things not only that we've liked, but look at what you didn't like because those are clues to where you need to go. And are you guys on a military base? Yes, we are. Okay, so are there jobs within that military base that you could be counseling families and things like that? I'm sorry, did you ask me if it was possible? Are there, I'm out. sorry, I asked, are there jobs on the military base where you can be counseling with military families? Um, not any that are open at this time. I've looked, okay. you know. Okay, uh, what if you volunteered... And you get your foot, because I'm hearing the word volunteer very strongly. Volunteer to get your foot in the door and the opportunity will open up and you will be already involved with it. You'll be a natural candidate that they would look at. I also just want to add that I get that you're a clear sentient, so I wouldn't be surprised if you had uh, issues with your stomach or if your stomach, um, <clears throat> like if you have, say, like a small frame, but your stomach just a little out a little bit. So I would just say really concentrate on um, your, your, like healing your stomach and just the feeling that you get, whatever the case may be. But unfortunately, I really do have to wrap this one up because we have another caller, and I want to get to um, the exercise from uh, Gina's book. <clears throat> All right, well, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. But Thank yeah, you, Kelly. Good luck. All right, thank you. Thanks. Okay, going on to the next caller here. Hello, this is from the oh wait, hold on, I'm sorry we lost that one. Hello? Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. My name's Debbie. I love y'all's show. 
It's perfect for, I think, I'm pretty much a clairsentient, and I feel like um, people are drawn to me and stuff, but lately I feel like people feel like they can kick me because I'm sensitive. It's kind of funny you have to ask Kelsey. Say it again. One, um, uh, you can't, she says she's like, she feels like people can kick her because <clears throat> she's sensitive. What you can do is set up um, boundaries, uh, energetic boundaries. What I love to do is, and I actually borrowed this idea from uh, uh, Sylvia Brown, is to okay. imagine mirrors being placed around you but having them face opposite you. So that way those people with negative intentions, that, that energy just bounce right back to them because the mirror, they see themselves in the mirror, so to speak, and that energy bounces back, and only love will go through. Okay. I have a problem with a with my boss. Uh, her name's Rena. It's like she's got a love hate thing going on with me, and I don't know when it pops up. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like she's nice, nice, and then she'll just do something so ugly that it throws me. And I love what you said about the stomach because she has stomach problems, and then when I'm around her, I have stomach problems. You're absorbing like, her energy. Yeah. Yeah, and she know. It's like I think that's why they. Seek me out, like someone like her. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, light light but, workers uh, experience that. People will seek them out and will draw from their energy. And you might be getting etheric cords and hooks from her, which are, it, they people do subconsciously because they sense that your energy is a higher vibration, so they want to yes. sort of feel better about themselves. You can yes. surround yourself with pink light. This is an angelic um, protection. Pink light, you can layer purple light on top of it. Purple light is associated with Archangel Michael, and he's the Archangel of Protection. And what the pink light especially does is it will let energy through so you can be compassionate, but it doesn't let the toxic stuff come through. That makes your stomach feel bad and just makes you feel generally yucky. You can also wear um, a protective crystal that protects you from negative energy called Larimar. I love Laramar. I've been so drawn to it. It's just hard to That's get. That's why your angels are making wow. you love it. <laughs> awesome. I've been. I saw it on somebody. It was like hypnotizing me. That's how much I love it. Go get one. Oh my um, gosh! <laughs> I just thought it was the most well, beautiful blue. And my, we're gonna get to. Uh, my, oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. We just down to the last. No, my aura is even blue, but not. It's like a. Dark oh, there you go. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you said that. I have goosebumps. It'll it'll help you a lot. I I love it. I wear it every day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's harder to get now or something. Everybody says yeah. It's, it's from only the mined in the Dominican Republic. That's why it's a little more rare and it can be a little more expensive. But you can get small tumbled stones for ten bucks. Okay. Um, do you think that my boss is? I mean, and this may sound ugly, but do you think my boss is getting fired? That's why she's like attacking me, or like she sensed mm. it. I I sense something coming. And I could be wrong, but I just, I don't know. There's something there. I'm not. Yeah, I, I was I don't actually think... going to ask you in the beginning if it's one of those uh, jobs where it's competitive because it's like she does Very like you. Very competitive. She you. Yeah, okay, because it's like she does like you, but she also doesn't want you to, to surpass her. If she were to right. leave, she, she would want it to go out by her own, you know, method, not because of some upper, upper management issue. So it well, could be that I've helped her. I, I've always helped her, though. Do you know what I mean? She I has a, 
She is insecure and she has scarcity thinking that rules her brain so she doesn't see life in abundant forms that is limitless and there's enough to go around for everybody. So she's trying to hoard it all and it makes her angry because scarcity thinking and insecurity make you angry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate to think that, but, I mean, it's kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy, you know. And it is competitive, but you can be competitive in, like, a fair way. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I just don't even, I don't know. I, I, I guess I when I saw y'all, uh, the stomach thing, I can't wait for the book. I don't know what I'm saying. I can't wait for the book. <laughs> well, don't Thank forget you. to go to her, her website. is Gina, G-I-N-A-S-E-N-D-E-F.com. And it's all on the um, the Blog Talk link, uh, too. You click on that, and, and it'll give you her, um, Gina's information. Yeah, this is the first time I've heard of y'all, and I saw it like the other caller said, and I was like, oh, wow, we really need this. We really, I mean, we really do. Thank you. Thank, and where are you, Laramar? So <laughs> I, I am going searching for it. Thank you so much, guys. You're bye most bye. welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, Gina. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Excuse <laughs> me. My voice is just all crazy. We just have a, uh, Elena, this is from the chat room. Elena, this is her uh, her concern. I always wanted to live and work in the U.K. My husband and I are going through the process of getting a visa, but obstacles appear, to, <clears throat> appear all the time, and she's just wondering what would happen and because she's very sensitive. Okay. <laughs> What is going on with, what was her name, Alina? Yeah, E-L-E-N-A. Okay, so what's coming up here is life purpose, law of attraction, and ask. Um, If she's feeling drawn to the U.K., it is probably because it has to do part of with her life purpose, so she should listen to that. When the Law of Attraction card comes up, usually the angels are telling me that this person has a block. Um, so I would examine issues with energetic blocks, which can be from anger. If you have health issues, you'll know you have a block that way. It could also be as simple as how are you setting your intentions? Are you focusing on your fears or your desires? Are you constantly saying, why isn't the visa coming through? Why isn't the visa coming through? Or are you asking Please, angels, help this be a smooth process to get us to the U.K. and then having the faith that in the right time, all will fall into place because divine time is different than our time. Humans tend to be impatient. And the ask card is here. You have to ask your angels for help with this, Elena, if you're not doing so already. But be specific. Have faith and trust your instincts and listen to your intuition. Once you ask for the help, your angels will communicate with you through that intuition, through your uh, ideas that you get in your head and things that you'll be hearing, things that come across your path that is them guiding you and providing you the opportunities that you need. So once you ask for the help, if something occurs to you about your visas, follow it. I hope that helps. Do you have anything, Tia? Uh, that's it. I just want to thank everyone for coming to the show and um, tune in next time, Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much, Gina. Her book come out uh, <clears throat> late fall. You have her website information, and thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <clears throat> <clears throat>
risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA.